So here I am next to an actual fire side, which is one of my favorite places to be, as you probably know, based on the name of my podcast. But um, it's such a beautiful place. I love to do thinking here. And um, I'm just really excited because lately I have been you know, in in quite a search about, you know, who's right about a lot of things, this and that, everything from politics to religion and, you know, all the things nobody wants to talk about, especially in the, you know, kind of Christian circles. People avoid those subjects in order to keep friends, to be honest with you. So, so I uh, have never been good at avoiding those subjects okay heart issues politics religion i just dive right in it it actually alarms some people which um i feel sad for them that it's that uncomfortable to do um you know slightly humorous i (laughs) gotta be honest with you it's uh i I feel bad for (laughs) i feel bad for him and yet, sometimes I just feel bad for myself because sometimes I just wish I could do what other people do and just not go there um, and, and be satisfied with life that way. And I don't know how. So here I am going there. It's what I do best. And uh, most people that ever heard me talk know that. So, but lately I've been thinking about, you know, it, okay, so like, the vaccines and the church world and the, you know, if Trump is any good or not, or, uh, I mean, you can hear, you know, actual conspiracy theories. You can hear conspiracies, you know, real ones that are happening, uh, all kinds of evil, all kinds of good and all kinds of stuff. And so what is interesting, what's ending up happening is that, and this isn't new for the church. But what's ending up happening is that it it is forcing more and more people into either facade-like lifestyle or isolation. So you either have to be like a passive, apathetic, avoiding, uh, fake person... Or you have to be alone because because we can't handle um, conversations that challenge us. We don't want to be around people who uh, think differently than us. And you know what? I am not accusing anybody of anything because I am literally just been challenged on this very thing. Like there's certain things I, I'm so right about that I have been like. I've been like anybody that thinks different. It literally feels like they probably don't know God. Like that has has been as hard of a stance as I've had. And what's interesting to me is that for me growing up, people that had that hard of a stance are some of the people that hurt me the worst. So man, talk about eating some humble pie when you realize you kind of have become judgmental. But you know, of course, in our minds... We're becoming judgmental about all the right stuff. See, we we have the right answers. So it's totally justified. You I mean, right? This is how we, this is how we think. 
Um, so yeah, pardon me while I just get really vulnerable here, but you know, life's short and this is the stuff that matters. So we're just going to go there. Um, so yeah, in the last 24 hours or so, um, I had a, a thing happen. I, I guess I'll go ahead and just tell you what it is. So I, I am very strongly against the vaccination to the point where I'd rather be shot in the head than shot in the arm, if you know what I mean. Um, like, I, I'll just put it out there. I'm, I'm, I'm against that. And, uh, and so there was a, there was a lady I was in contact with that was a, a good Christian, uh, lady, actually pretty real, willing to go, you know, to, to some of the deeper places. Um, and you have to understand, I have family members that have gotten the vaccine, you know, I, the jab, I should say, um, I'll say out of my opinions on that or why, but you know, if you want to know, you should look into it. Um, <clears throat> but you know, people I love have gotten this thing, you know, right. But, but not necessarily people I've known to be real close to God. Well, I was been, I've been in contact with this lady that I'm like, man, her and I could get along, you know, this is a really good time. And, um, you know, I just found out, I just found out that she, <laughs> you know, she got the jab a while back, quite a while back, way before I knew her. And, and, um, okay. <sighs> Sons and daughters in the body of Christ, hear what I am telling you. Uh, me understanding that that ha happened to her and I had been able to engage in a, a conversation that was normal. I don't know how to explain to you how far outside of my God box, what is right box and everything else that was. And the thing is, I immediately wanted to negate where she was at with God, what she had told me before, you know, anything like that. And I but I felt challenged not to. And I honestly, I don't know. I'm not saying this way or that because she did or she didn't take it or, or because anybody, you know, Christians lining up to do that. I can't say where they're at with God or anything. I don't know. But what I do know is that I realized about six hours after finding that out that I was completely consumed with what she did like what her opinion was what her thoughts on the matter is how she could be so, we have so much in common and yet she's so far off on that one thing that now I've just lost my chance at another friend you know why why is that and so this is what we do I just realized this is what we do oh my gosh and I can't wait to tell you the the antidote to this problem oh my goodness it's so so beautiful okay hang with me here I need a sip of coffee all right so <laughs> um you probably have an example in your own life of somebody that's just blowing your mind and you're having to decide Okay, so are we done here? And you know, you do find out things about people where you, you know, you can back away and realize, well, you know, there's no way to move forward in the relationship or whatever. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about really 
understanding that a person is just a person like you. And nobody you ever find is ever going to agree with everything that you agree with 100%. Within parent-child relationships, um, marriage relationships, friend relationships, or anything else. If, I mean, there is no two people that agree on everything. But we should not pretend that we do agree. Okay? We should not pretend that we do, but we should be able to handle the challenge of a disagreement. We should be strong enough for that, okay? But there's this whole sensitivity thing lately, you know, don't want to offend anybody. You know, who who's tired of that? You know, that's a slippery slope. How far does that go? Uh, I mean, now I can't even say what color something is without, you know, people claiming offense. And I'm sorry, but I've got bigger things to, to, to deal with in life. I got bigger aspirations. I've got... I've got goals, I've got things that I want to do that that can't have me stop in every two seconds to make sure that I'm somebody else's idea of what is correct. None of us should. None of us should ever, guys. And we need to get over ourselves, people. We, we are so offended at everything. And here's the funny thing. This blows my mind. We are so offended by... Anything and everything people do, they don't even have to say anything. Like, they can look at us crooked, and we are, like, over the top. My life is over. I'm a miserable person. I mean, who knows what level you're at, but I'm saying. This stuff is so pathetic. But here's what's weird. Nobody confronts it. Like, if there's an actual thing that seems offensive, and they're like, there's no way they could have meant it, but anything but, you know, evil towards me or something like that. Nobody says, wow, are you mad at me? Wait, did you mean that this way? I mean, these simple little, like, no, nobody actually, like, confronts it. They just, like, pretend it didn't happen. Like, try to, <laughs> try to move on real quick. Oh, my goodness. Um, and yet, they harbor the bitterness in, inside. And you can tell in their actions. You can tell in, you know, how they pull back from you, whatever. Um, I'll tell you what. The people I have all the respect for in the whole world are ones that are willing to confront me when there's a misunderstanding or, or when, when I actually have been offensive. I mean, this might seem crazy, but you know what the interesting antidote to having offended someone is? You apologize. Can you imagine? Can you imagine admitting whether you intended to hurt someone or not? I mean, this used to be something taught. I guess this isn't taught anymore. Uh, my understanding is that you know we don't we don't talk about what what it's like to actually get rid of offense and ask people to forgive us. I mean, it's so humbling. Like, who would bother going there? As my, you know, instead we're just trying to convince people why we're right. But here's the thing, is it really that bad? You know, when I was a teenager, there was a, there was a kid who was, you know, everybody thought he was really something. He was really great and everything. Uh, but when we were playing, we were playing volleyball one time, and uh, he, he hit the ball out of the court or whatever it was, and 
and it didn't help the team. So he says, he says, oh man, my bad. Well, he was new to the area. Now all of us, all of us self-righteous little church kids, you know, we had never, my bad, my bad. Wait, he's taking responsibility for the fact that that hit did not help the team instead of making an excuse or blaming someone else or, you know what I mean? Even jokingly coming up with some dumb reason of why it made him say, he was just saying, ah, I'm not there yet with my, with my talent. You know, just pat himself on the chest. My bad. Whoop, my bad. And he goes, gets the ball, fixes it, and, you know, comes back. No big deal. Admitting that he's a human. He's not, you know, no matter what his reputation is, he's not going to do everything perfect all the time. It's not hard to say that. It's really not. Now, the first time, it feels impossible, like it's stuck in your throat, you know, like you can't say it. But once you actually force yourself to, like... Like, wow, I was wrong about that. I mean, maybe you should practice on your own when you're not around other people. (laughs) This could be a fun little exercise. Because the church should be united, guys. It's not about us. Does anybody have any awe left for who God is? Oh, my goodness. If we could just stop, we just all think about ourselves way too much. It is not about me. The goals that I have in mind... None of that matters. I love what Rich Mullins was saying. I I saw an interview from back in 93 or something, and he said, you know, if I get to the end of my life and I am for someone what some of the people in, in Christ's true body have been for me, then I, then I've done my purpose, you know, like, like that's, that's what we're supposed to be for each other. You know, not turning our backs on people when they do make a mistake. Not holding on to pride when we make a mistake. Man, there's so much more to say about this kind of stuff. But honestly, guys, I'm just so... Uh, I'm I'm done with being isolated. I'm done with being facadical. And all of us, if we are honest, do both. And... I think it's time for us to look beyond ourselves and our selfish little comfortable ways and expand our minds. I'm telling you, it's difficult. When I found out what I did about that lady, it it was very difficult for me to give her a chance as a human after that. Okay? So... And honestly, you know, who knows what, what's actually going to happen with their relationship. I don't know. But God used that whole thing to tell, to show me how quickly I'm willing to basically write somebody off because they have a different view than me, even if and when. Otherwise, we agree on a lot of things. So that's the challenge I got in, uh. I I wanted to put that out there because I know I'm not the only one, okay? Whether we're the ones that offended someone or the ones that that were offended by someone. We got to stop all this stuff. 
because uh, Satan's little party in keeping all the body of Christ either fake with each other or isolated, um, it, it gives the same result. The power of God is not working in the church the way that it should because well, we're all sitting there either in, in, in our in our mass, our face, you know, our, our facadical faces we put on for each other, pretending like we've got everything going on. And I think I think it's so funny because so many people don't even realize how intensely they put on what what they want people to see <laughs> um we all do it we all do it but since we all do that maybe we could give each other some grace too we could stop doing that and we could stop avoiding and running away from everybody who challenges us a little too much and ask God what he thinks all right so uh, enjoy a fire sometime soon.